Hey friends, welcome to the Barefoot Blonde Podcast. My name is Cheyenne, a board-certified mental health and life coach, professional brain nerd, geeky creative, and your podcast host. As you might have guessed, I am a blonde Southern Belle and a native of the beach town Charleston, South Carolina, with a zest for life and a passion for people. There is nothing better than sitting at the beach at sunset, toes dug into the sand, ocean waves in the background, chatting about all the life things with your best friend. That's what this space is, a space to talk about living whole, living well, living free, and living our lives to the absolute fullest. So come join me as we dive deep and grow together. Let's join hands, swap stories, and boldly live our best life. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Barefoot Blonde Podcast. I'm so excited that you've decided to join me today. Um, I decided to do something new and I don't want this to be or feel like a lecture of me talking at you and sharing all this random information unless it's one of those topics that I feel people are wanting to truly know more about. So to give me some more guidance and direction in the podcast, I put on my Instagram and Facebook a poll asking you all, my listeners and my friends, some for some ideas of what you would like to hear more of in the podcast, advice you would like to get, discussions you would like to have because that's what this is, a place for us to share and talk about things that actually matter to you. What I ended up getting was a lot of lifestyle questions, which I love being a life coach. Um, I'm just used to normally people coming to me for psychology and mental health related questions, which I'll always have a flair of that in my answers and responses just because that's the core of who I am. That's what my training and education is in. But I do want this podcast to be a space where it could be a little more personable and feel a little more like a conversation. So that was my goal in asking the questions. And I got some really cool responses from you guys. So for those of you that didn't happen to give any, I will um, be putting out a poll in a few more days or maybe a week that you guys can uh, give some of your input to as well. So the question that I'm going to be answering or talking through with you today is how do I make new friends while adulting? And this is specifically, um, according to the question, specifically related for people in their mid to late 30s. I struggle or have struggled with this personally until very recently um, for many years. Um, My undergrad, I spent a lot of time working if I wasn't working on my studies, I was doing internships or working different jobs. Um, And then in my undergrad, between work and my college work, it was, I was quite busy. And then I left uh, South Carolina for a while and I lived around the country in California and New York or New Jersey. I just, near New York, um, but lived in New Jersey. And As a flight attendant, your schedule, there is nothing stable about it. You're always moving. You're always working with someone different. There was no nine to five office job where you were working with the same people you could get to know. And because I lived so spontaneously, um, church could never be a thing. If it did, it had to be online in a pre-recorded service I watched maybe on a Tuesday. I never got to find that home church because I was moving 
or working around the world all the time. Um, So there was no sense of community. And that was very much lacking in my life. I knew I wanted friends. I knew I wanted relationships. But finding that was very, very difficult. Um, And there's people with different personalities. Some people, you know, on nights or weekends, they like to go out and, you know, party downtown and um, meet a bunch of people that way. And (laughs) me, I have always... (laughs) <laughs> even since I was younger in um, in my undergrad, I always like to go to bed early. I'm not one of those people that stay up until two or three. I admire people that can do that, but that is not me. I like to be at least home at 10 p.m. <laughs> um, so it left me with, you know, minimal options. And then as a Christian, like I wanted, I was craving a Christian community, a faith-based community of like-minded believers and deep thinkers and people who actually wanted to share life, not just see each other and uh, be surface level and then move on. And finding that was so difficult. So just all that to say, I feel you and I hear you. And I actually got a couple questions like this from people, um, college age, a couple high schoolers, and then actually people in their upper 20s and then in their 30s. So this is a popular question, but specifically being an adult out of college, Um, or out of high school, we have no way to make friends beyond work. And so if you're not making friends at work, how do you make friends? That's kind of kind of the question there is how do you find that community? Um, So for me, uh, when I I was furloughed from my job as a flight attendant because of COVID and I moved back home to Charleston. And my number one goal when I moved to Charleston was to find a home church and possibly create a community. And I was very blessed enough to find a home church downtown that had a lot of like-minded people, people in my age group, people in my stage of life or relative to it. Um, And that community there was very solid. I have been in churches that are so big, you feel like no one sees you. And it takes years for them to finally remember your name and definitely aren't on any kind of close relational level. Some people have this big success in huge churches like that. That just wasn't something that happened for me. And then I've also been in churches that were so small that there was no one around my my age or my, my stage in life, more so to speak. Um, I was raised homeschooled, so I'm not really one of those people. We were raised to talk to little bitty three-year-olds and then all the way up to um, the elderly people. So I was never one that has ever been confined by age, but more what stage of life am I in? Um, When I was in college, I was actually living in a stage of life that was more similar to those that were five to ten years older than me. So when I'm talking, I always look into stage of life versus actual age of somebody. Um. So I would always recommend if you're a Christian, proceed to find a church in your area. Now you might have to church hop for a few weeks or a few months until you find somewhere you like. Always give somewhere several tries before you decide where exactly it is that you want to place yourself and that you want to call your church home. Um, And try some churches that you might not necessarily think would be your thing. Um, I grew up in one part of Charleston in Mount Pleasant, and so I had kind of looked into all the churches there, grew up with a lot of them, and in my head that was kind of all that there was. And then I had a friend recommend a church downtown, which was a little farther of a drive for me, but... 
I decided to do it. And that's the one I ended up staying in. And that's the best choice that I have ever made. Um, And a lot of people roll their eyes. And I was one of those people when it's like, I don't have friends. I'm not making friends. How do I get to know people? And everyone's like, church, go to church. You'll find it, blah, blah, blah. And I just never did. But that's because I didn't find the right church. And I honestly didn't put forth the effort it took to find that church and to find that community. Because once you find that church and you get settled, you then need to look into a community group or a small group. They have different names depending on where you go. And that is a whole nother step. And if you're like me, I actually struggle with social anxiety. Going into new unknown places by myself can be very difficult. Um, Thankfully, I have had a couple people throughout this time period in my life that would visit church with me or would visit this community groups until I got comfortable and started to make my own way and feel it out myself. Um, And I still struggle. I'll still text my friend in the community group, hey, are you going tonight? Just so I know for sure, like, I have someone that I can count on because I still hate going alone. But it's important to force yourself out of that comfort zone to grow. It takes a lot of work and that kind of... um, channels me into the big part of this podcast, which is whether it's a church or something else, you have to step outside of your comfort zone, step outside of your box. A lot of us will try something one or two times, and if it didn't feel like it was right, we just cut it off and we're like, this isn't for me, and we quit, and okay, I'm just not going to have any friends. I'm just not going to move forward with this. I guess I just don't have a community here because it's hard. It's very hard to go seek something out by yourself into a group that is already developed where people already know each other. No one likes being the new person and it takes time to get to know people. Um, I'm one of those very deep people. I like to go deep with people and sometimes because I'm that way, um, I've had to grow in this over the years. When I was younger and growing up, I would go too deep too fast and it scared a lot of people away. So as I've gotten older, I've had to learn to read people and um, my education helped with this, but anyone can learn to read people and empathize and, you know, read people's body language. Are they moving at that same pace as you? Where are they in this growing relationship, this growing friendship? Because you don't want to move too fast and scare anyone away, but, (laughs) which is what I often did. But as I've grown, I've learned to read people, take my time, be patient, but truly give give it several tries. Don't just count something off because it didn't feel right right away. Um, It takes time for people to warm up to you and open up to you, and it takes you time to open up to them, and it can be hard. It is so much easier at the end of the day to go home after work, eat dinner, and then just get into your PJs if you're me and just stay home the rest of the day. I hate going back out once I'm home. I get so relaxed and I just don't feel like it. And a lot of people are that way, but it has had to be something that I forced myself to put effort into to get out there and try it anyway. Um, And so that's the biggest piece of advice that I can give you is do your due diligence, do your research, do your part and look for those opportunities, try them, and continue to try them three or four times before you discount them completely. Um, Also, another piece of advice, make a checklist of things you're looking for. For example, if I was going into a community group at church, um, 
it's I make a mental checklist, but you can actually make a real one of I'm looking for people in this stage of life. I'm looking for people that I feel I can bomb with. And it's not a checklist of everyone needs to be the same or fit into these categories. It's more so what best suits you for your stage of life and the community you're looking for. Um, I'm not someone that can meet three nights a week. A one night a week commitment is much more my speed. That kind of a thing is... Um, helpful to keep in mind and it can help narrow your search as well um so again taking the initiative and the effort to actually pursue and research it being stable and staying there enough times to um actually see if it's worth it you can't just discount it and then number three could be making making that checklist to help you narrow down the field in a way to help you figure out exactly what might be the best avenue for you to try so those are kind of three simple steps to any social situation you go into um i've talked a lot about church and a church community just because for me finding a social circle i really wanted a circle with like my believers. And for me, it's hard to find people that we're, we're all growing together. It always felt like we were never on the same page. Either they were, um, it was hard to find people who were open enough to share life together, but also, you know, not be judgmental if, if you mess up, to hold you accountable. People whose advice I could trust. Um, And so all of that was going through my head as I was trying to find the community that was right for me. And so um, I talk a lot about church and community in that way. But if you're not one of those people where that's a priority and you're just looking for a friend group, um, there is also work. Um, for me, I have met the sweetest people at the job I'm currently at, and I have and I have some friends from my flight attendant days, but those were people I went through training with um, or people that I lived with. So we had time to get to know each other, but the transient, transient life of a flight attendant made it very hard to have a community outside of the people I lived or trained, went to training with, because you saw them once and then never saw them again. I have a couple that are really special and we've stayed in touch over, um, over the time since I've left and they're still in the airline and I just I think it's really cool that those kind of long distance friendships happen but for a local community that can be really hard so if having friends at work is is not for you or not an option um there there are several other options as well I always one of my favorite tools is Facebook it's actually Facebook, (laughs) you can look up events in your area. And often there's a, there is a influx, at least in Charleston recently, of people in their 20s and 30s who are looking for a community um, and having a hard time finding one. And so Facebook is actually facilitating now these events at local distilleries or farmers markets or social gatherings. Um, They're doing like wine and paint or yoga or come build like a flower pot for your succulent like they're doing all kinds of these tiny social events throughout the area and it's to help people find other people everyone wants community and everyone wants friendships and that is 
totally normal. Um, so that is something I would recommend if you are on social media. And that was actually my mom who helped me find that when I first moved back. So shout out to my mom. Thank you. It's very helpful. Um, but yeah, and so that gives you local events. And then if you have one person you can bring with you, that's awesome. I understand it is so hard to go by yourself. So the Facebook is definitely actually a very helpful tool in finding local events. And if you don't have Facebook, you can just Google the same thing, local events in for me, Charleston, South Carolina, or wherever it is that you are, um, to see what's around. Also, um, the one thing I have learned is that people know people. So I have gotten to know a few friends and we had a small friend group and then their friends had friends. And now I've met like three generations, so to speak, of friends out and we have become friends and follow each other on Instagram and all, you know, we'll hang out or have get togethers or, you know, send a random meme, things like that. And it was a friend's friend's friend. (laughs) So you just never know how God's going to work. You never know who you're going to meet and how you're going to meet them. And guys, I am saying this to you as much as I'm saying it to me because I have struggled with this literally for years until I moved back and finally started to find my footing and find a community and truly find friends that I'm doing life with. But it was hard and I was desperate and lonely and I completely understand and hear where you are. Um, just never be afraid to just try it, um, and just have, (laughs) have the courage to have the follow through and go yourself. And again, I know that's hard, or maybe it's not for you. Maybe you're an extrovert. I'm an introvert. So maybe you are an extrovert and you're like, dude, just tell me where to go and I'm going to go. I just want to meet and make a community. And that's, totally great. In that case, be bold. And any friends you do have, ask if you can come with them. What are they doing this weekend? Do you want to do a beach day? Can they invite their friends to y'all's beach day? You want to meet people. People love to be a help. People love to bring people together. Um, So never feel bad for... uh, So I live in the South. It is impolite to invite yourself to other people's things or to invite your people to someone else's event. You always ask first. That's just how it is, at least in the South. I was always raised like that's a Southern way of living. But never be afraid to maybe plan something yourself and ask your friends to invite their friends and just make it a whole, make a whole day out of it. Um, those are all different ways where you might be able to to get to know get to know people. Um, I guess the main thing that I want to communicate through this is there is a vast array of different ways to meet people. Apps, Facebook, Google, churches, work, social gatherings in the area, going to a well-populated place on a well-populated day. Like here we have somewhere called Firefly Distillery on Saturdays. People come out and bring their dogs by themselves with people, with friends, with their girlfriend, boyfriends, with their husbands and wives. Um, And people are super social and just meet and start talking to people. Same thing happens at the beach here. And that's just kind of the beach town way and a very southern way. But 
it works. So there's always an avenue to meet people through. What I often find with myself and then with when I'm talking with other people is the follow through and the initiation isn't there. That's what's missing. You have to have the follow through, the initiation, the courage and the confidence to do it yourself, make it happen and make it happen a few times to be fair. And if you do that in several different settings, all around the same time period, something is bound to happen, right? We just have to actually work towards it and have that follow through and have have that boldness, that boldness and that courage to do it. So I hope this helps you a little bit. And even if it didn't, I hope you know you're not alone and that there's people that are going through that just as you are and we can identify with you. So if you have any specific questions for me, um, you can always contact me. Um, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, it streams on Spotify, iTunes podcast, and the website, CheyenneBeats.com. You can find me on my personal Instagram at CheyenneBeats or the podcast Instagram, Barefoot Blonde Podcast. Always feel free to DM me on any of those with any questions. Or if you want some local resources for your area, it is my job to know some of those and to help um, offer some of those resources to you. So don't hesitate to contact me and I would be so happy to help leaving you with some sunshine and pixie dust a little joy and a little magic this is coach cheyenne now go live a bold and balanced life